Hey everybody, it's Jamie Duke. And I'm Joe Fontenot. And welcome back to our podcast, The Towel in the Basin. So today, Jamie, um, this comes from a user question and the essence of this is, um, or a listener question, and the essence of this is, are all sins the same? What do you mean? Okay. So this idea that um, whether it's based on Christian culture, Southern Baptist culture, or whatever, how we have this ranking for sins, how some sins are considered to be maybe a white lie or something like that level. And then, of course, we have all these really bad sins. Mm. Favorite sins that we like to pick on. That's right. We like to pick on these. We like to say, well, you know, everybody makes mistakes right. for these. How should we look at sin? Mm, okay. Yeah, so I guess there are there is a tendency to think of uh to sort of pick and choose the sins that we want that we will be inclined to see as the serious ones and then others that maybe we don't we're not inclined to talk about. And I guess that's really kind right. of the root of this. Exactly. Um I I don't know. I, maybe my take on this is a little different from other folks. Uh I'm inclined to say both yes and no. I mean there mm-hmm. it does seem to me there's absolutely a sense in which all sin is ab- is equal. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think of that more uh, relationally with God. Mm-hmm. So, for example, with regard to our relationship with God, I think we'd have to say that sin is sin, all defiles, all separates, all destroys, and all sin renders us in need of salvation and redemption. Mm-hmm. And I think of a number of biblical passages here that would incline me to say, yes, there is a sense in which they are all the same. So, for example, in the book of James, we're told that he who keeps the entire law mm-hmm. but sins in one point breaks one of those laws, then ultimately he's a breaker of not just one but of the whole law. Mm-hmm. And it seems pretty clear that what James is wanting us to see here is exactly that. All sin, whether big in our eyes or little in our eyes, will defile us before God. Mm-hmm. I also think that there's precedent for that biblically when we go to the Sermon on the Mount. Not surprising, you'd find a parallel between the book of James and the Sermon on the Mount. A lot of scholars have noticed that. Jesus here, I don't know if this is what James has in mind when he says this, but Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount brings up the issue of murder mm-hmm. and the issue of adultery. Mm-hmm. And he, in its parallel, what he says about both of them, but in, in the case of, say, uh, hatred, he says, you have heard it said that you shall not murder. And I say to you that he who has hated someone in his heart um, is guilty of murder before God. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to come back to this statement here in just a second because it does seem to me there's a difference between hating and murdering. But what Je- the point that Jesus is wanting to make here is that, look, you, you think you're getting off just because you have not sinned externally, right, mm-hmm. by killing somebody. But I'm telling you that God looks at your heart just as badly, if you will, with just the same amount of defilement over the hatred in your heart. So mm-hmm. hatred is as big a deal as actual murder in mm-hmm. God's sight. So again, Jesus seems to be saying this is the same stuff. Then he does the same exact thing with adultery and lust. You have heard it said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that if you've lusted after a woman in your heart, you've already committed adultery. Mm-hmm. And again, the point seems to be that man in the eyes of God, this sin over here, the little one, the mm-hmm. little guy sin is just as problematic to God as the big boy one over mm-hmm. here. I also would say in Galatians chapter 5, it's very interesting that when Paul talk, compares and contrasts the works of the flesh with the fruit of the Spirit there, mm-hmm. his description or his list, if you will, of the works of the flesh, mm-hmm. it's very interesting. He puts in that list of the works of the flesh what we by our estimations today would probably categorize as little 
little little sins, things as innocent in our mind as say like hatred or dissensions, that's jealousy, who, yeah, jealousy, things like that. Yeah. Those are those are minor Teddy. things in yeah. our mind. He puts those things in the same categories, things like witchcraft and orgies and <laughs> you know fornication. So here again, Paul is is sort of leveling the field, saying mm-hmm. there's absolutely this sense in which these are ex- will all defile you before God. Let me give one other re- reason I think that, that we have to say, at least in a sense, yes, they're all the same to this. All sin, whether in our mind something small or in our mind something big, they're all, it's all the same in its in its – I say nature for a lack of a better word. There's a big debate in Christian theology as to whether or not sin and evil has a positive nature. But yeah. anyway, leaving that philosophical question aside, what does sin do, whether big, little, or whatever? All sin destroys. Mm-hmm. And so the analogy we could use is the analogy of a physical disease. All disease, whether it kills you immediately or just gradually eats away at you, Ultimately, diseases destroy, mm-hmm. right? And so all sin, whether it has a huge earthly consequence or a, or a small earthly consequence, all sin is destructive. Which is why Paul in this Galatians list would put these correct. crazy things like orgies with jealousy. That's correct. So yeah. what I'm saying so far is are they this, are all sins the same? Yes, in the sense of they they all defile before God. And they all have a destructive nature. Mm -hmm. So to sin, to give yourself to sin, just is now to give yourself to destruction and decay and disease in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think believers have to understand that. Now, having said that, and that may perhaps this is why there's a tendency to rank as Mm. the bigger sins or the lesser sins in our lives. Again, I'm, I'm not convinced that that's a legitimate thing to do at all, to rank bigger or littler. Uh, but maybe the tendency that we have to do that is based in the fact, and it, this is a fact, that locally here on our life, mm-hmm. uh, within our interactions with each other, some sins carry greater consequences on earth than other sins. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if I have a tendency to just sort of brush aside the law and run the stoplight or brush aside the law and run the, the stop sign or something like that, you know, that's bad, mm-hmm. and that can destroy. It can actually bring death. Mm-hmm. Um, it's bad. But if I take my gun around and I just start shooting people, that's going to carry a heavier consequence. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and I go back to that, that statement in the Sermon on the Mount when mm-hmm. Jesus deals with murder and adultery again. Mm-hmm. So he, he – again, I just argued. His point is to say to us that lust defiles just as much in the eyes of God as physical adultery does. Mm-hmm. And hatred in the heart defiles just as much as murder does. So they're equal in that mm-hmm. sense. But there's also a sense in which if I had to pick between the two of them, say hatred and murder – uh, which would I rather have you do towards me, right? There's a, right. absolutely a sense in which I'd rather Joe hate me than murder me, mm-hmm. right? There's much more the sense, and I don't want either one of these, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'd rather have someone lust after me than commit adultery with me, if I guess is a clumsy way of saying that. Right. Does that make sense? Sure. So there is a sense, and why? It's because to hate in my heart uh, may not have the same catastrophic 
it's, it's, it will have a catastrophic, but maybe not the same degree. It's almost of- like a collateral damage kind of thing, right? So, like, if if I hate you versus me murdering you, mm-hmm. the collateral damage in the one is pretty low and hating you. It could evolve could, into something could, very big. It could. But it doesn't necessarily. But murder, you're definitely going to die by definition. Right. That's right. You it, know what I mean? It, so the collateral damage is much higher. Game over. Right. <laughs> right. And hatred could very well evolve into that. And even if you never, if you hated me, but you never murdered me, hatred, I, again, I argued earlier, it's all destructive. Yeah. Sin is always destructive. It's a disease. But you're the bearer of that disease, not me, per se, at that yeah. moment. At least so far as we can tell with our visual eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it does seem to me that there is a sense in which some of the, some of the consequences on earth locally mm-hmm. have a greater destructive power. So mm-hmm. for those, so not surprisingly, therefore, it would be the case that we will emphasize in our preaching and our teaching just how catastrophic some kinds mm-hmm. of sin are. Yeah. And, you know, look, it is a matter of, of reality in our world right now. Um, physical sins like stealing and killing and things like that, and sexual sins like mm-hmm. adultery and homosexuality and things like that do bear a destructive, mm-hmm. destructive influence on our culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I, I know it's not popular and I know that the moment I say this, there's going to be a lot of people that will just ridicule the heck out of us for saying this, mm-hmm. but I think that we are absolutely going to reap the whirlwind in mm-hmm. our culture for some of the Decisions that mm-hmm. people are making in this this moment of sexual confusion, mm-hmm. um, responding to uh, various appetites that people have in children, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that we're going to reap a tremendous consequence. We're mm-hmm. doing irreparable damage to people because of these things, and so not surprising, mm-hmm. uh, given the earthly consequence of some of these these decisions, we're going to have to speak up maybe a little louder in certain places when we see or suspect that there's pr- particular. Uh, damage that could be done. Yeah, and I think too, like kind of, kind of a combination of what you were saying before about the yes and the no to this question is that, like, for instance, pornography. You know, mm-hmm. a person could look at pornography, right, mm-hmm. and say, "Well, I'm not cheating on my wife, right?" right? Yeah. But, but you then, are. But you are in yeah. your mind, right? But then at the same time, you're also supporting this industry, that's right? Correct. And that's all the, and all the things that go with that. So that's, that's right. In, in a way, that's kind of a picture where you see them both happening in the same right. instance. That's right. Yeah. So you are, you are, uh, hurting the individuals that are involved in the filming or the production of that. You're also, uh, decaying. Uh, and destroying the intimacy that you would have with your own family, not just your spouse. Yeah. Um, so this always has destructive effects. What we've got to all recognize and wrap our heads around, and this is again where we started, there's a sense absolutely. Oh, and by the way, you are breaking or you are damaging your walk with God in those yeah. moments. And so look, <laughs> those are, that's all big stuff. Yeah. That's a big deal. So for all those reasons, Yes, this all has a destructive effect, and we shouldn't just look at the local consequence in that moment. Right. And I feel like, too, some of the ranking that we often do, we t- it, it's kind of ironic because we're talking about sin, and we're ranking it in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, We're diminishing some sin to mm-hmm. lift up other sin and say this is super bad kind of thing. Right. But it's also kind of a reflection of our own sinfulness. Yeah. You know what I mean? We get those priorities out of whack because we're sinful. Yeah, we will have a tendency. It'll always be our tendency to to maybe view other people's sins as greater than our own. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we can't do is put ourselves up on pedestals and and point down mm-hmm. 
What yeah, we've got to do is stand. Them, yeah, we've kinda. got to stand shoulder to shoulder with people around us and say, you know, I will help you fight your sin if you mm-hmm. help me fight mine. Yeah, because it's present in all of us, and the schemes and the wiles of the devil are designed, custom fitted for each one of us individually, and uh, we've got to be sober and vigilant, as the Bible tells us to be, regarding these things. That's a really helpful picture. The shoulder to shoulder, I will help you if you, mm-hmm. as you help me, kind of mm-hmm. thing. That really kind of balances everything. Yeah. Well, the, it's the image of the body of Christ. We yeah. need each other. It's to right. bear each other's burden and sins. Yeah. All right. Great. Hey, everybody. This is Jamie and Joe again. If you like this podcast, would you leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts? That helps other people find it. And if you have any questions, we'd love to hear about them. Just go to jamiedo.com slash questions and send them in that way. And we'll take a look at the most frequently asked questions and give them a shot.